surgeons keep our hearts beating. They do the amazing, help save lives, and so can you. Your CSL Plasma donation can help create 24 critical life-saving medicines that can give Grandpa the chance for his heart to swell when he meets his new grandson or give a bride the chance for her heart to skip a beat on her wedding day. Every plasma donation helps more than you know. Do the amazing. Help save lives. Donate today at your local CSL Plasma Center and be rewarded for your generosity. Charles Edmond, glad you can join us here on this Thursday. Rays Athletics Director Renoy Dido joining us. Started April the 1st and it's been what? April, May, June, July, August, September. Six months. Six months to the day. And uh, our second conversation in the last uh, couple of months. We appreciate you coming on. Hey, thanks, Charles. And, and as always, I'm happy to be on. Man, it's uh, it's busy, busy, busy. I think you can add 20 more busies to what's going on, and that probably wouldn't be enough. Every time I call you, text you, you're in a meeting. You're coming out of one meeting. You're meeting to have a meeting. You're coming out of one meeting, going in, going in another meeting, meeting on top of meetings, on top of another meeting, on top of another meeting. And uh, it's just that time of the year, but you would have it no other way. Correct, correct, Charles. And, and you, you hit it up. Um, that's part of it. That's 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 the, the life and the, the industry of an athletic director. Um, and this is a busy time of the year. Um, you have students coming back. Um, you have football season going on. You have cross country. You have um, soccer. So a lot's going on right now. So um, it's, it's, it's all part of it, and I love it. I won't see it any other way. And here we are, what, 49 hours away from the season opener. A lot is going on here at the stadium, just kind of setting the stage for you. They painted the field, or they're in the process now of painting the field. They're almost done with that. They have the stencil out to our left here with all corn to our left, and they'll work on the right side, um, putting in, making sure all the lights are functioning and getting all the lights installed, making sure all the lights are on because you're probably going to need it with a 6 o'clock game and rain in the forecast. So a, a buzz of activity here at Jack Spinks Marino Castle Stadium. Yes, yes, and it looks good. It's, 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 that, it's that energy. Um, we had a game this past Wednesday. Um, we had a soccer match here, and it kind of gave you that feel. Um, and so with, with football coming in, um, playing at 6 o'clock, it's going to be electric. And you see it. You have the RV. We probably have over six RVs already there um, camped out. Um, you, and you see everybody um, hands on deck just getting ready for this game this weekend. Um, we, even though we do have uh, weather in the forecast, I'm still expecting a, a, a nice crowd, a decent crowd. Um, it's Labor Day weekend. What else you have to do, right? <laughs> Come on out and, and, and support the Braves. Um, and, and I'm excited about it. The energy's here. Um, you can tell, and Charles, you know, like I know, this week has been a different week throughout the whole the whole week. Um, you can tell it's football season. You can see it with the student athletes. You can see it with the regular student body. You can see it with faculty and staff. It's just the energy on campus is, is one of those electric ones. And we haven't even played yet. We haven't kicked off. But you can feel that energy. Everybody's just ready for that fall and that excitement. Well, you, you know what that's about, being a former player on this on this field. So you you were in it. You you knew what it looked like, felt like, and tasted like. So you can definitely talk a lot about that that week. What is what is the week of the first game like with summer conditioning, um, you know, spring practice as a player yourself, a former player here? What was that first week like as a player? I tell you what, Charles, the last game of the season you're thinking about this week. From the last game you play, whether that's in November or if you're lucky enough to play into December in the Celebration Bowl, from that last game, you're thinking about this game, the next game, the next season. So that anticipation builds up, and then this week is just is, is one like no other, all right? So you, you worked out hard during the summer. Um, then you come back to camp, 
and you, you grind and you grind and you grind. And this is one of those games that you you've been you've been waiting for this one particular team a lot of months. So now here it is. Is is you less than now you less than what 40, 48 hours before you play. So that anticipation is is driving, and you'll see it. So if when kickoff comes, you'll see a lot of a lot of energy, a lot of excitement um, starts off initially, and then it'll settle down. But um, initially, it's all you're waiting for to get out there in the field and play. You you've been hitting your teammates for for almost two months, and if you and if you go back into the spring, even longer than that. So you're just looking forward to um, hitting someone else, um, getting after it and competing. So um, the excitement by the, the players, the coaches, um, support staff is all built up. I wish we had a camera. I wish we were on Facebook Live watching you just give the gestures and the expressions and the, the, the nervous energy. I mean, this is your first football game as athletic director. Are you nervous? Not nervous, but the same, the same energy that you have with playing a game, right? So the buildup, as you mentioned, um, arrived April 1. Um, and the same thing, just building up. So when I came, maybe two weeks until that time, we had the spring game, spring spring football game. Um, but just being back, just seeing it from a whole other lens, right? So when I was here um, as a student athlete, the lens was totally different. Now coming in and just watching and, and just working, and I say working, working amongst your, your coworkers, your, your staff, um, the campus itself, just putting on. And this this is a big production. What people don't realize is a lot of moving parts to put on. Not only um, any athletic event, but one of this scale is, is huge. And there's a lot of hands on deck, um, a lot of people um, um, committed. And that's that's the portion that I can say I, that, that's been huge, Charles, and I like. The campus is bought in. And when I say campus bought in, from your from security to to not even going from security. So let's say security to to your your facilities to your maintenance to your your financial aid. Everybody's bought in and, and helping, and it's you can see it. You can see it. We're talking with All Court Athletics Director Renoy Dido. Give us a call 601-877-6595. You can text a question 601-301-2611. You can tweet a question. I'm on Twitter. Tall Man Radio. So, uh, so Renoy Didot, obviously a lot of talk about the season, a lot of anticipation, hype, build up. One of the best teams in the FCS rolling in here, Stephen F. Austin. You don't get that too often. Last year we we beat Northwestern State here on this very field in a low-scoring game. You got Stephen F. coming in here. They played Jacksonville State uh, the other day, the game that was called in the fourth quarter due to lightning and uh, weather. Let's hope that doesn't happen here on Saturday. But uh, folks are really looking forward to the season, second year in the Western Division. But obviously, you know, people have some questions here and there. And so you and I talked about this this summer, uh, the rollout of the season tickets, the rollout of the individual game tickets and parking. Um, It's a business. And as we all know, athletics is a business. Um, Some increases, you know, on the on ticket ticketing and or parking side. Um, I ran into a guy the other day at the grocery store, and I'm like, guy that I know that doesn't miss a home game, doesn't miss a football season. I said, are you coming? You're ready to go. And his, his shoulders drooped and said, man, just can't do it. And I said, why? What's, what's up? Just the prices. And so I was explaining to him, being a company man as I am, I'm explaining, well, the cost of doing business and uh, everything's going up, even though the price of gas is going down as we speak. But uh, he said, yeah, I get that, but, you know, I'll think about it. So this was, this was a while back. Um, we talked about it a little bit during the summer, but now as we're kind of in on it, because it has been a topic of conversation, um, just, just your thoughts and the trying to get to this point to where prices are where they are on the increase and just you know, just talk about that a little bit and, and the, 
you know, just the explanation of the cost, the increased cost of, of uh, parking and tickets and, and, and such. Well, I'm happy to hear that the, the gentleman you spoke to said he'll think about it. So yeah. It, was, yeah. it wasn't totally a no. No. Um, I commend all the, the loyal fans that did purchase their season tickets, whether it's season parking or, or season tickets as a whole. Um, we're in a we're in a particular time in, in society as a whole, right, Joel? So as you mentioned, gas prices skyrocketed. Um, the price of bananas skyrocketed. You know, everything went up. And so when we when we was doing the the prices um, for tickets, um, we had a we had a um, factor all that in. And when I say factor all that in, that's the the labor to put on a game. As I mentioned earlier, it's a lot of moving pieces. So you have security, um, you have um, maintenance, you have um, ticket takers, and so forth. All that's went up. You know, when your gas go up, to encourage someone to come and work a game on a Saturday when gas is up, and and we're here in Lorman, it you have to pay it, right? It's not it's not a free. Um, it's not a free uh, volunteer position. So um, we had to factor all that in. And one of the big things is uh, we want to make sure um, that we had everything covered. Um, and, and with that, it costs. Um, and, um, and, and my goal and the university goal is to make sure that um, that we have a, a top-notch um, um, experience for our fans. When they come, they can feel safe. Um, they get the, the amenities that they're looking for when they come. And all that has a price. Um, and, and so with that being said, we had an increase in it. We try to keep it moderate. It wasn't no, some may say it was a higher, but it was a moderate increase. If you're looking at comparable to some other things that went up in just society. Um, and, and a lot of things are going on in this world. I think we had here, um, all corner itself, I had two bum threats, right? Um, one in Natchez and one on the, the main campus. And so we can't, we can't, we can't look at any of that as, as false advertising. So with that being said, you have to hire more security to, to ensure other things in place to make sure we, you know, we're always safe. Um, and then another thing, just that fan experience, right? So he's making sure that we have concession stands and we have workers that work in the concession stands and um, your gates, all your gates are open um, for to make sure the fans can come in and come in at a, you know, at a certain time. So all that, all that plays a part of it. And um, I wish, I wish we could keep the numbers down just like gas. I wish gas could stay down. I wish the, the housing market would stay down and so forth. Um, but the good sign of it is, is, Charles, is as you mentioned, you do see the price of gas going down. So I'm, and I'm hoping um, that we can keep things down. And one of the pushes that, that I mentioned to you on that first conversation is the season ticket sales, right? So if, if once we get to the point where, where our fans, our alum, and so forth are bought in and understand the importance of those season ticket sales, it helps. It helps keep those other prices down because we have a budget that we know. We know we're going to hit every year. We got we got loyal fans. They're going to tie in. We're going to we're going to have a certain benchmark that we know we're going to always hit, and it's going to cover those 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 other areas that we don't have to be so nervous about, right? And um and when we once we get there, that 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 ease up some prices, but we're not there yet. And I think we're going to get there. We're going to keep pushing. I think we can get there, Charles. So the budgeting process of it, I mean, it's it's obviously a, a formula. It's obviously you're, you're looking forward, hoping that there's a particular target, a particular number of season tickets that you hope to sell, have that money already in the can, and then that will help in other aspects of it. Is that kind of how it works in terms of budgeting? and Because I hear other ADs say, man, buy those season books, right. buy those. And there's a reason why they say that, because you, that's money that you've already accumulated. It's already there, and it helps make, the budgeting aspect of it a little bit easier. Am I wrong on that? No, you're absolutely correct. And that's that's huge. That's a huge factor. Um, and, you, and you hear, you mentioned earlier, we have, a, um, and I like to go by data, right? right. I'm, a, I'm a person that goes by data. 
and we just going back and look at our history. Um, we tend not to have the best attendance when it rains, right? So if we had a, a season ticket holder that, that, that already purchased their tickets and so forth, we're still good. Now we're looking just off of data. A lot of our fans don't show up on a rainy game, right? So we're, we're looking at this from like nervous. Here's our first game. We have Stephen F. Austin, and we got rain in the forecast. Um, if we have season tickets, we don't have to be nervous about that. We can say, okay, we're still. This is already, this is already in the bank, um, and, and we're good, and we can keep on operations as, as, as normal. Um, and you look at that. So you're watching the weather at this point. You're watching the weather every game. So it's not just a Stephen F. Austin game. You're looking at your homecoming game. You're looking at your Jackson game. Every game that you have on the on the calendar, just because the data shows when it rains, we don't. We, you know, we just tend to not 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 fill up the stands. And so little things like that helps um, when you do when you're budgeting. And if you already have that already accounted for, um, it, it makes a way better process. Um, what what there's a call, text from Blake. Uh, what was the Increase the season ticket sale. So, yeah, that was my next question. So, right now, and you said it's still time to get the season tickets. Uh, how are sales looking right now? Here we are, 48 hours and change away from the first game. I tell you what, Charles, and this, this is probably one of the, the highlights of, of me being here so far. With the ticket sale increase, we're still on par from 19. And I like to judge off of 19 because 19 was a championship year. And we're right there on par with 19. In some cases, even even above, right? Um, so that's that's a that's a, a a huge upflow. But we're not where we should be, right? And when I say that, um, one of the goals, as I mentioned on the first call, wanted to sell out at least a quarter of your your season ticket, your your your, your, your venue. We're a long way from that. We haven't been there. We haven't been there. We're a long way from there. Um, however, the sales where we were. Um, comparable in 19 to this year, is, is, when I say on par, it's close on, right? It might not be all the way, but close on. Uh, we have a few in the parking lot, in the reserve parking lot. We still only have a few spots left. And that was good. That's that's that's. I look at that as a victory. Um, that means we have loyal fans that want to come out, they want to support, and they understand the importance behind it. Um, and just like you, like you said, you're paying for the gas, um, you're paying for, for whatever else it is. Why not support your institution? And we need it. Yeah. We need it. We're talking with Alcorn Athletics Director Renoy Didot. Give us a call, 601-877-6595. We appreciate Blake with the uh, with the text. I was going to ask about that. So your your perspective on season tickets, because I, I talk with different ADs, and you just kind of brainstorm with them and pick their brain in terms of what their target number is. So for you, for this stadium here, Jack Spinks Marino Casm Stadium, where we're sitting in the home booth and in 48 hours, it'll be a good crowd here. Let's hope Mother Nature cooperates a little bit. The goal, obviously, one-fourth of your stadium capacity would be season ticket holders. So this place seats 22, I, I believe. So somewhere uh, 5,500, I think, is 22, if, if, if my uh, math is correct. My, my father was a math teacher, by the way, and I, I barely got through it, but... Uh, so 5,500 is, is really what would be your optimum goal every year. Yes, every year. And obviously, I, I would want even more, but let's, let's, take, let's take small steps, right? Um, but, yes, that's the ultimate goal right now. If we can, if we can get there, we're a long way from that, Joel. And, and I'm going to be candid as can be. We're a very long way from there. But can we get there? Yes, I know we can. I know we can get there. Um, just the amount of the emails and, and texts or just word of mouth about the, 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 our fans. Or fans just saying how passionate they are, right? And and how they want to help. And that's one of the things people always ask me. They say, "Hey, I want to help the athletic department. What can I help?" 
<laughs> we can start with season ticket sales. You buy your season ticket. That's, that's the next question. Have you bought your season ticket? They're like, no, nah, when I was one to help somewhere else. Start with that and, and how important that is. Um, and it, it helps not only football, it helps the whole athletic department. And that's the key portion of it. Um, we, we got what you call revenue sports versus non-revenue. Um, and, and what happens is football has opportunity to, to, to generate some revenue, right? And so um, all sports don't have that opportunity to that scale, whereas football does. And if we take advantage of it, when I say take advantage of it, I always call it like your, your old um, radio um, Tom Joyner, say party with a purpose, right? He always went talking about party with a purpose. So I look at it the same way. You love the game atmosphere, football game atmosphere. So you, when you when you buy those season tickets or just come to the games, period, you're, you're parting with a purpose. You come to enjoy a game, but you're also helping the department, the institution as a whole. Yeah, people just, you know, people assume a lot of things, and people think, you know, you see you see the great crowds. And, and, you, and you talked about 19. You know, we went to back-to-back, hosted the first two SWAC championship games here, and all the revenue that was made there. Got a chance to keep all the revenue for, for those two games. I guess obviously people are just making, you know, you're thinking, well, we should be pretty, we should be pretty deep in the bank as far as as far as that's concerned. But but you've looked at all the data. What what's the data telling you as as far as that is concerned as as we go forward? <laughs> the data telling us that we had we had three games that was uh, um, a surplus. That was um, that year we played. I want to say we played Southern. Uh, we had um, we had the SWAC championship and we had homecoming. I'm in 2019. It was either Southern or Jackson, but I believe it was Southern. And that's, that was one of those, those games that we had a surplus. Those other games, we wouldn't. We actually was in the red, y'all. So, um, and you got to get out the red, right? Um, one of them old saying, if, if you, you find yourself in a hole, well, the first thing you have to do is stop digging, right? So, um, and, and that's been the philosophy, um, finding ways to, um, to, to, to be a little more creative. Um, and then just, just the simple things. Let's, let's start from square one, and that square one is just supporting and how you support is, you know, you come out. Um, and, and, and my thing, and I mentioned this um, as well, Charles, um, the, the support for the, the student athletes is, is more than just purchasing the ticket, but just seeing the fans out here. That's huge. You, you, you wouldn't believe how far that goes, right? Um, and I'm, I'm going to jump back to, to earlier this week. We had a soccer match. Um, our first two, because of rain, we had to play up in Vicksburg. And we didn't have the, the best crowd. Um, however, the young ladies, we, we had their first home match here on, on campus, and you saw where you had students, you had other athletes come on and support it, and you can see the difference. Um, they didn't win. They wound up being a, a, a draw. They, they, they tied. It was 2-2. Um, however, just that difference, right, just having fans and, and people cheering for them made a difference, the world of a difference. And so that's what we need. We need the support. Uh, we need we need our fans to come out here. We need alum to come, bring your children, bring everyone, anyone, um, anyone that, that, that don't have nothing to do on, on this Labor Day weekend to come out and support, come out and support the Braves. The important part, too, about the trickle-down. Football is the, the money driver for athletics, right? Football football can drive money. And what okay. I mean by that, right? So um, when I say that, it has the potential, yeah. right? Um, just look at it, as we mentioned. We we sitting in a, a venue that holds twenty two thousand. Yeah. Right. Um. If we look and we're looking across, we look at tennis, and we we you don't have that, right? So it has the potential to drive, right? Um, America loves football, right? They love football, and so and, and just the energy behind football, um, and so if you can capitalize on that, right? So just like if if we was in a foreign country, not foreign, but uh, European country, soccer is that, right? And so people come out and enjoy soccer. So whatever you, whatever sport that drives it, 
you get behind it, right? And you, and you drive, you drive that truck, and, and football happens to be one. Basketball is another big one in, in the United States. Um, and, um, and like in some, some countries, um, tennis, yeah. tennis is huge. So in your, 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 um, some of your, your countries where you see track and field is big, right? Um, so whatever that sport is, you know, you kind of get behind it and you let it drive. Well, the point I was making was that here we are, 22,000 seat stadium. If we pack this place, every home game starting Saturday, then you get UAPB, then you've got homecoming, then you've got Bethune. Obviously, Jackson State, that'll take care of itself. With the revenue, the parking, and all that that comes in for all those games, full house, parking lot packed, tailgating packed, RVs packed, the amount of revenue generated. And, of course, football helps the other sports. We talk about basketball that's coming up. They're playing every game and non-conference on the road. Instead of having to do that, some more home games, that will lessen all of that. So it's just a, a domino effect. What football makes over and above helps the other sports here. Absolutely, and that's spot on. And the coaches know it, right? They, and so you see them supporting it, right? They're, they're behind it, and that's it's not all corn. That's 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 everywhere yeah. you know, with college football across the country, um, and just it's just something in the in the air behind it. Um, but it does you, it, it does support the other ones um, if if it's if if it's done right. And what I mentioned, done right. If we're able to pack it, right? If we're able to pack the house um, each and every game, and it can be the opposite too, not y'all. If you're not, <laughs> so it, as I mentioned earlier, it takes a lot to put on a, a football contest, right? They're just the whole portion of it, as I mentioned, um, RVs already here, so somebody got to secure the RV, you know, while they here. They here already on, on Thursday since afternoon. So with that being said, just like a production with tennis, maybe don't have as much. Whereas football puts on, you have to put a lot of cost behind football. So that's, that's why we need we need um, loyal fans to everyone to buy in. And just understand the whole formula. Well, I'll tell you what, if we can uh, if we can beat the number 10th ranked team in the, in the FCS, go to Tulane, go to McNeese, come back here for UAPB, get off to a good start in conference, that will definitely go a long way. Um, let's see, some other house cleaning stuff here. Uh, last time um, we talked, um, a couple of sports Mr. Dudeau, uh, our tennis coach, Denisha Moore, left us, did an outstanding job while she was here, and obviously softball. Um, Joseph Rankin no longer here. What's the, the latest as far as filling those positions? So, yes, so we, we are doing a national search for both of those, um, and I have spoken with, with the teams, and one thing that, that we're telling the teams, and we're going to be consistent with it, we want to make sure we have the right person, right? Um, these student-athletes mean a lot to us. And we have to have the right person, a person that, that's a competitor, um, that's going to be the, either the mom or the dad from home, right? So once they, they sign those those kids to come and the kids commit to come to Alcorn State, that those parents can feel comfortable that they left their kids with a with a with a with a coach that's going to take care of their kids, right? And so that's 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 important, um, not only to me but the university as a whole. And we're gonna we're gonna stand by that, right? So we're not gonna rush and just have anyone in that place. That person going to be well vetted. Um, they're going to be a winner, a champion, and, um, and and that's what we need to take us to the next the next level. Um, both of those both 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 of those programs deserve that, and we'll and that's my job along with um, others to ensure that we we provide it for those student athletes. Want to come back to football? I had another point. You and I talked before we went on about the game day experience here, and uh, obviously Sodexo and concession stands. That's in, that's very important. Uh, some things to talk about there. Yeah, So um, the whole game day experience is is important to me. Right. Um, Michael Jordan said said a long time ago why he why he goes out every game 
and plays. He said that might be the first time and the only time somebody see him play. So so taking that same that same approach, it may be the first and only time someone comes to campus. We want to make sure they got the best experience ever. Um, and, that, and it starts when you hit the front gate. Um, so you're going to see some changes um, at the front gate. Uh, we're looking and we're encouraging our fans to go ahead and pre, pre-purchase your parking, pre-purchase your, your game tickets. And what, what that allows for us to do is scan you and keep, keep the traffic flowing. So um, if, if you haven't, I definitely encourage you to, to go ahead and do that um, pre-purchase. And then once you, once you arrive on, onto campus um, and, you, and you come into the, to the, to the stadium itself, we want to make sure that your entrance is smooth, right? We don't want to have any long lines or any bottlenecking. Um, and so that plays a part. If you already purchased your ticket and you have your, 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 um, your code, you present that and you come in, the flow continues, okay? Uh, we're going we're gonna to ensure that we have um, ample gates open, right, on both sides. Um, concessions, concessions is big, right? You want to make sure that you, you, you're providing um, the food or the variety that, that fans look for when they come to a game, and we're doing that. Um, so Dexo has bought into this year. So you will see different different menu items um, this year. Um, we're looking to have all our concession stands open um, on both sides and just provide that experience where you don't have to wait in line. And even if you want to purchase a drink, right, say if you didn't want nachos or popcorn, but you just want to get a quick drink. So Sodexo is working with us just to have a, a drink station. You just want to get a, a bottle of water, a Coke, and, and keep it moving, you can do that. And so um, all that plays in part of the, that game day experience. The, the, the product on the field gonna going to do its portion. Um, the band's going to do their portion. But we want also everybody to be bought in, right? And so um, that's, that's been a huge part of just planning for this year. And you talked about the fan experience and, and, the, and, and the egress and degress, getting people in and out of the stadium. This leads to a Twitter question from the Twitter feed. You can send a tweet, Tall Man Radio, uh, from Edgar. Edgar says, uh, Mr. Dado, with all the confusion that, that's been getting season tickets this year, is it possible that Alcorn could go back to the season ticket card, which other schools like Jackson State have this year? It could be a much simpler process. Is, is that, you know, I know you always want to simplify and make things a lot easier. As, it, as someone says, work, work, uh, work smarter and not harder. Is that something that, 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 you, that you've been looking at? So what we're going to do is um, evaluate the entire process, right? Um, from the time when tickets went on sale to, to when you went online and you purchased it to what, what, what do you have to show when you come to a game, whether it's, a, whether it's the, your, 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 your code on your phone, whether it's a hard ticket, whether it's a card, as, as he mentioned. And then we'll do our, our homework and our data to see what's, what's best. Um, we'll send out a survey um, to the fans and hear from the fans. Um, you can have your own perception, but ask the fans, right, that's actually in it and see how they feel about it, and that's what we'll do. And we'll and we'll take that data back and make the, the best make the best decision for for our fans and the university uh, moving forward. We're talking with Alcorn Athletics Director Renoy Didot. Um We're going to take a quick timeout right here, and we'll be right back. I know there's a lot of uh, there's a lot in in the hopper. We'll talk continue our conversation coming up after this timeout.
Moving day means you're in for a big transition. CubeSmart makes self-storage as easy as possible. Online or in person, we put the focus on you. Click now to find a self-storage solution near you. Hi, this is famous Formula One driver Will Arnett. Join me and comedian Mika Hakkinen on our new Formula One radio program, The Fast and Loose Post Show, live on AMP every race Sunday. Download the AMP app today and follow AMP Presents F1 to join the show. All right, welcome back. Charles Edmond here. Uh, we're talking with Alcorn Athletics Director Renoy Didot. Um, a couple of texts have come in, uh, Mr. Doe, about uh, athletic improvements uh, for the facilities here at Alcorn, for the athletic facilities here at Alcorn State University. What's the uh, short-term and long-term goal for those? <laughs> improvements, period. Um, that's That's been one of the ones that, um, since day one, and, and I mentioned this before, Charles, um, that was one of the things that, that kind of drove me to, to be interested in this position. Um, and it started from the top. Um, Dr. Nave showed me her vision, where she wanted to see where the athletic department goes uh, from here. And, and, and that was huge. Um, I didn't want to come anywhere that didn't have a vision, right, didn't have a vision. Um, and one of the stands you, you would see is forging ahead. And so forging ahead to see where we can go, right? We're not, we don't want to stay stagnant. Um, we're, and I'm one of the ones that don't believe in inertia. Either you're getting better or you're getting worse, right? And so uh, with that being said, we, got, we have a several, several, several facilities that need improvements, um, no question about it. And what you do is you, you, you prioritize them, right, um, what, what, what we need right now and what we can look down the line. Um, and we have a list of, of both, and I think that list is long enough to fill on both ends. Um, and, and, and some are, are right now needs that we need to do right now. And you got some that you can you can plan down the road. Um, one of the ones that 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 we, we're looking to do in the near future here is um, some improvements in our um, in our um, training room. That's 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 one of the ones that we'll continue to work on and, and just make sure that those student athletes have a um, a, a safe area um, to to go get treatment and so forth. Um, some of your long term projects you, you hear people talk about uh, turf and different areas. I would love to it, and, you, and we're going to work towards that. Um, and just even more facilities, right? So you're talking about um, building, building. Um, you hear it all the time. They say, what about the Whitney? The Whitney has a lot of improvement projects in there, um, and, and we can do that. Um, some say, why don't you just tear the Whitney down? Eh, it's not just that easy just to tear it down. But it's a lot of, lot of, it has a lot of room for improvements in the Whitney, along with Jackson Pink Stadium, um, the, our, our other areas. We have improvements, and we're going to work it. But we're going to work it in a strategic way to make sure that no one's left out. Right. Uh, so there's no one program that's going to have more than others. Uh, we're going to keep continue the gender. Right. So it's going to have male as female. They're, they're, our program is going to all um, benefit on the improvements. Um, and we got to get to it. Right. Some like as I mentioned, some stuff we got to get to right now and some stuff that we can forecast to get to. Um, that's one one of the things that I look forward to it. Um, the coaches, the coaches look forward to it. And um, and we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Um, like I, I mentioned, um, got bought in, um, buy-in by, by President Nave um, and, and, and the entire cabinet, right? Um, and, and you got alumni that wants to be behind it as well. And so we're going to get it done. We're going to get it done. We'll, we'll put a plan that, that everyone can see that's visible um, and showing what we're working on um, and the time frame. And it's like anything. If people see it and they see the progress, they get behind it. And so that's where we're at. That's our next step. Show it, let people see it, and then get behind it. So when you talked about the training room, which is at the Davie L. Whitney uh, complex, so is that is it safe to say that there will be more improvements over, over at uh, at the Whitney Arena? 
Oh yes, absolutely, absolutely. Some some things we gotta improve on, Charles. Right? Um, and, and yes, yes, we'll start there. There's a couple of things that's that's on the pipeline that I don't want to spoil just yet. Um, that's gonna be big big improvements. But yes, um, we're gonna we're gonna get those um, we're gonna get those started sooner than later as well. We're talking with Alcorn Athletics Director Renoy Dido. Give us a call 601-877-6595. You can uh, tweet a question. I'm on Twitter Tall Man Radio, and you can text a question 601. 601- Three zero one twenty six eleven. As we talk athletics and athletic improvements, so the Jack Springs Marino Castle Stadium. When you when you look at it, you talked about turf. Um, you look at this facility. Um, it opened in nineteen ninety two. My first year was nineteen ninety one at the old Henderson Stadium behind us here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so my first year here is nineteen ninety two. Here it is twenty twenty two. Thirty years here. Uh, you played here, so you see this facility. It seats twenty-two thousand. You know, what are some of the, the the visions that you have as we're sitting here in the home booth, getting the field ready for Stephen F. So you look at the vision for this facility. What do you What do you see? I tell you what, and and it's it's one of those visions that that is, is clear today to me. Um, I'll love I'll love at at some point that. Um, in our our opposite of the scoreboard, um, that end zone is filled in, right? So we have we have a complex that's there, um, that 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 houses the, the the football staff. You have offices, you have a, a weight room, and you have bleachers, and you have more suites in there. Um, that's one I can I see it. It's just it's just part of it, right? If if the next step, um, and to this to this to this um, beautiful um, um, facility that we have, um, you mentioned turf. Turf turf is huge. Turf turf turf. Causes with just weather, right? So it rains. It rains a lot, um, and they're just having having turf would be super helpful um, for this for this venue and just to look, right? So just looking, just how that that presence that um, turf gives would be huge, and just other 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 improvements. Um, Sometimes I say simple improvements go a long way, right? So um, where is the concession stands? Whether it's the bleachers, the type of bleachers that we're sitting on, you know, whether it's chair backs or. Um, um, so forth is more cushion, um, and then also on the concourse, uh, what we what we what we have on the concourse, right? Um, and then suite space, um, having having more suites for more donors, more more alumni, and so forth. Um, where we put that at, um, you know, you have a lot of a lot of different contractors that can draw it up and show you things that you can never even think of. You're like, wow, I didn't even envision that over there, um, and it can happen. So the the, the possibility is is endless. Um, but but the, Spink, the Jack Spink Stadium in the White Field is, is it has full of potential. Uh, Alexis Smith sends a tweet. Uh, Renoy Dedeau, can we start a three to five, three to five year campaign to get donations to go towards athletics? Maybe a starting goal of two to three million dollars. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and that's that's one of the goals is to start those campaigns. But with any campaign, you got to have a vision with it, right? Um, and to selling that vision in, in a time frame. So um, I want to make sure once once we start it. Everybody's is bought in, and we know what our goal is, right? And so, what our goal is, if, if we, if, if it's, if it's the turf itself, right? We just start with something as simple as the turf. Hey, we got a one-year plan, and we're going to get behind it, and we're going to push for this turf, and let's go full throttle. Um, you've seen a lot of campaign successful. Ones. You, you, you surpass that goal pretty quick. If your fans are behind it, you, whatever you set out, you usually hit it prior to that, that time that you, um, you expected to hit it. We're talking with Alcorn AD Renoy Dudeau. Also, another question from Alexis. Um, and you've been, obviously some changes to your staff. They hired a, a media relations uh, person, Brian Harvey, uh, coming over for Bethune Cookman, and that was one of the, of the questions we have in SID. We 
we do. So talk about that because I, I met Brian Harvey. He was at Bethune Cookman and you know, very passionate, energetic guy, knows the swag. Uh, just bringing him on board, that was one of your first hires. Yes, yes. Brian Harvey is a, um, a very good um, addition um, to our to our department. Brian got a vast um, um, history. Um, he worked at Bethune Cookman for over, I want to say over 17 years. He also was at the University of Miami for over five, four or five years. And his passion for this industry is, is like no other, right? He's, he's passionate about it, loves it, sleeps it. Um, I had to tell him to go home. Um, Brian, Brian staying here. Some nights he don't sleep, just stays in there immersed in it. Um, and I think I think that's that's something that we needed here. Um, just someone just passionate about it. Um, and and he's he's brought that. He's brought that. And he got a variety of uh, um, different, like I say, background for for array of sports. Um, I had an opportunity to to um, watch Brian over the years and my years in the in the MEAC, and he he's been consistent, positive. Um, love it. Love the student athletes. Love the sports. Um, and knowledgeable, like his history, like the, the the things he know about the sport is is is, is one of one of one of a kind. Um, a tweet from Mr. T talking about the relationships with uh, former players and bringing them back to help as well. Obviously, you know, getting that relationship going. You know, the Donald Drivers of the world and the Chad Slaughters of the world, and you can just go on and on. You know, always reaching back to the former athletes who helped really shape and mold this athletic department over the end. And you you know that as a former player yourself. Uh, you know, what, what's your vision there? Yes, and that's something that we have to work on. But I can tell you what, Charles, in this time I've been here, um, that's been some of the positive. Um, a lot of former players reaching back out um, and, and, and reaching out and just, just encouragement, encouragement um, and, and so forth. And, and, and they're saying they're going to buy back in. Right? Hey, we, we want to we support you and we want to, you know, we want to do more. And so that's, that's, always, that's always encouragement. Um, but we can do more. We can do more, um, and just 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 filling out different different things that they want to see, right? Um, and one thing you get with athletes it's not always something that they want, but they just kind of want to just come back and enjoy it, right? And when they come back, they want to just know that you know they haven't been forgotten. Um, and 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 in simple things, they may just want to talk to the team, right? A group of them just want to go and just meet the team or whatever that is. But just figuring out what what exactly that what to bring them back. Right, bring them back, and for they can have enjoyment, and 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 and, and just come back and, and be a part of something that they help build. Well, you were in Atlanta, uh, Donald Driver's induction, College Hall of Fame, and so you got a chance right right away to reach out there, and a, a lot of people say, "Man, you know, let's bring Donald Driver back home," you know, because you know, on this field right here, you know, just you know the the excitement he brought, the plays he made. You know, with the Green Bay Packers and doing all the good stuff and uh, business ventures, and uh, you you were there for Donald Driver when he was inducted in in Atlanta. Talk about that. Donald is passionate. He's a he's a passionate brave. Um. So so when we when we when I when I went there to his induction, it was a natural feel, right? Um. We talked, we laughed about different things that happened on the yard, um. What was in school and so forth. And and, and Donald loves Alcorn. Um. I have no question that Donald will be back. Um, and it's important and, and so forth. Um, his, the passion was obvious, right? You can't hide it. Once we started talking, just the, the memories he was telling me about and just, just different things that he enjoyed while I was here, it, 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 it just popped out, right? It, was, it came out natural. It was, it was nothing that was staged or anything. Um, I have no question that, that Donald will be back. Um, one thing I can tell you that he, he's a brave, right? Even though you may have not seen him, he's a brave. Um, and, and what I mean by that, he loved all corn to heart. Right. There's no, there's no, no miss ill about that. He loves all corn. And I think before long, you, you will start seeing um, Donald back. 
obviously a, a lot of good stuff there. Um, another text from the text line, I'm talking about the job that uh, uh, Brian Harvey has done with the content and the website and putting a lot of stuff out there. Um, and this comment, we're looking forward to the, to, the com- to the content that's out there. I mean, the stuff on YouTube and the little videos and, you know, all the, the access stuff, that, that all helps, too, in, in molding and shaping and selling athletics. Yes, and, and I'm not saying this to be funny or anything, but we're only getting started. You, we haven't even seen anything yet, right? Um, Brian came in running uh, from day one, um, and um, we're gonna, we, got, we got a lot more content that we're looking to do. Um, here, here I have assistant um, that'll come on um, pretty soon here, and um, you, you're going to see more content um, that that comes out. And I've always been a big picture. Tell people, let them see it, let them see what's going on, um, and 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 you want them to to look forward to it, as you mentioned, start looking forward to that content. And we're going to have more of it. There's more to come. Uh, when you were here in your playing days, you didn't know about this big jumbotron. You know, one of the the biggest in black college football at the time. Other schools have kind of you know, it uh, stepped up their game in the in the jumbotron arena. Um, a question has uh, come in: Can we expect this year to use the jumbotron more for fan engagement, like make some noise in the third down or quick video clip? Some of the players saying, "Get up, let's make some noise." I've seen that, and that's uh, you know that's that's commonplace. You know, what are your thoughts there in terms of marketing and selling uh, football and athletics when you have this big jumbotron that's going to be in use heavy on Saturday? Yes, you you mentioned something when you was explaining. It. You said one of the bigger ones, and and um, HBCU football. It's one of your bigger ones in FCS football. <laughs> we have a huge jumbotron, and um, one of the goals I have is to utilize it as much as possible. Right? That's a that's a huge that's a huge uh, piece of equipment that we have to use. Right? So whether it's fan engagement, whether it's corporate partners, whether it's getting a message across, whatever that message is, we have to use it, um, and that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. We're going to incorporate, and we want to use it. We want to use it in every avenue. Um, and we, we're going to we're going to we're going to put things in. And, and I appreciate that comment um, from that fan. I didn't catch your name, Charles. But, um, yes, we'll take that back to the team and look, say, hey, that's part of fan engagement. We want we want we want put them on the, the, the screen. Everybody want to see be on the see, be seen on the big screen. And so we show them more. Um, and that's all part of it. But yes, Charles. We see an RV rolling in. And uh, I saw five or six when I was pulling up. This, going up. There's more in there. They're, they're slowly trickling in. Yes. When when you were here, the RV park was it wasn't like it is now for sure. No, that was grass and rocks and mud. <laughs> it was empty up there, but it wasn't the RV park, no sir. And so that that just t- tells you, the, I mean, because the RV park pretty much sell, has sold out every year since since the improvement of it, putting the connections in and all that. Yes, that's a, that's our top seller. Um, when I. MFS Investment Management. Our active 360 approach to fixed income goes beyond analyzing financials. We combine active security selection and risk management, striving to make the most of complex bond markets. MFS.com slash active 360. To um, sell the season tickets and parking, the RV park was the first to sell. Uh, we have a waiting list for the RV park. Um, and those are passionate, very passionate fans that's over there. Um, they enjoy it. As you mentioned, it's Thursday, and we're halfway full. If you go over there and look, we're probably halfway full already on this Thursday afternoon in the RV park. Um, that just tells you that they, they enjoy it. They enjoy the experience when they're here. Um, that's something they love. Um, and you got to know RVers, right? They're a close-knit um, group. Um, they're clean, um, and they take pride in it, right? So that's like their real estate over there. So that, that area over there, you go over there anytime, and 
they know who spot is who's and 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 they know when somebody's not supposed to be over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, a follow up to that point, talking about the RV park, um, uh, text just came in about that, and RV obviously the RV park is very unique, and they love it. Apparently, this person is uh, is in the RV lot or it has an RV and will be here come Saturday. Phase two. Uh, there's obviously a second phase to it. Do you know much about uh, phase two of the RV project? I don't know much about it. I've, I've heard, you know, talk about it, but I don't know much. I'm not into detail. Just that waiting list by itself, right? Um, just, just, just people. Just the, 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 the entrance in that in that that spot is is so huge. The demand. Um, I think it it is foolish not to do it, right? Um, but the demand is there. So people people want to be in that RV park. Um, um, my, my, my parents are RV owners and they spoke highly of it. Um, we, we got one that you have power, you have running water and you're able to dump <laughs> and that's huge, right? A lot of, they don't provide it in a lot of RV parks, um, especially not on the campus. And we, we're providing a whole lot and that's good. I, I've thought about getting a little RV myself, <laughs> but then, uh, some people I know over there that, uh, and when the RV park first opened, they backed in there and just all the work that you have to do to set up and put your stakes in the ground, put your, put, put your rug down. It's, it, it's a wonderful experience once you get into the experience, but it's a lot of work before the experience and a lot of work after the experience work that I'm not willing and able to do. I just, uh, just want to enjoy just some of the great food that's, that's over there. Um, you, you talked about football a little bit and just, you know, the excitement for this season, you know, you, you've been at practice. The first day of practice was your first day. Uh, watching the team practice back in August, she gave a pretty passionate speech. I posted that and just the job that they were doing, getting ready for that first day of practice. Now here it is several weeks later and 48 hours later. What do you see from this Braves team as an AD and as a former player? I can tell you what the most impressive. We got some respectful young men that's out there on that team. And what I mean by that, you see how they carry themselves um, on and off the field. It's impressive. Um, and that's huge. Um, and, I, and I commend Coach McNair for, for setting that tone and his coaching, his coaching staff. Um, the yes, sir, hello, goodbye, all that. And, um, and that's good. That's good to see. Um, a coach told me years ago, you're going to win some games alone off of just discipline, right? And so you can tell they're, they're a disciplined ball club. Um, and they, they've been getting after. They, when I say getting after, they've been working hard. They, they haven't been slacking. They're the first people on campus. If you come here in the morning, they're, they're out there working. They already practice full, full throttle practicing. Um, working hard, and they want to win. And one of the things they said, um, the captain said during the, the Miak Squack um, um, press conference is, hey, we here. We ain't went anywhere, right? You have a lot of a lot of other schools and coaches they've been talking about. They said, let's not forget, we're here. Yeah. We're still here. Um, and um, don't forget that we're here. And so I, I love to see that. I saw that that passion to let you know that we're here, we, we're still working hard, um, and we're going to get after you. And we're not scared of anybody. Whoever want to show up and play us, we'll play them. We'll come to you. If you want to play us, we'll come to you and play. And that that attitude and that that energy is good. You can win some ball games like that, Charles. Yeah, speaking of that, football scheduling. Obviously, you know the SWAC has their master schedule out for the next ten years or so. Uh, some teams will roll off. Some teams will be added. You know, we'll be playing FAMU at some point. Uh, you know, the Bamas, the Bamas of the world, the A and M's, Alabama A and M's of the world. As as you go forward in in crafting the football schedules, you know, obviously we open up this year with Stephen F. Uh, Tulane McNeese. Then we get in the SWAC. You got this weekend. You got two big SWAC games: Jackson State, Florida, and M and Miami, and uh, Texas Southern Prairie View. 
uh, two SWAT games right off the bat. What What is your philosophy in terms of scheduling as far as football? Do you want to jump into the fray right away, or do you want to kind of lean into it, kind of a build up to your first conference game? You got to know your, your ball club, right? You got to know your team and what you what you're returning, and you forecast that even when recruiting. And so with that being said, you, you get with your head football coach and you talk about it, right? If you if you have a younger team, you may not want to jump out there in the pen and like that. But when you have a, a program that's, that's senior and you feel like you, you got some guys that have been around and you're ready, you do it. And so the schedule that we have right now is one and one that you say, hey, we're ready. We can play. We can play. Um, it's not an easy schedule. I was like you just mentioned, them first three weeks are, are pretty tough component, opponents. And um, um, that, just speaks, that speaks volumes of where, where our program is. Right. Um, and I, as those players said, we're here. We're all core. Right. We ain't, we ain't went away. Right. We're here. And so we better play. We ain't, we'll play anybody uh, who wants to play us. We'll play you. And um, and that's that that brings excitement by my by itself. I know one of the first questions and conversation I had with Coach McNair um, coming aboard. I said, Coach, how you feel about the schedule? He said, I love it. He loved, he loved the competition. He said, I want to play those teams. And I said, good, good. To hear that from your head coach that he's excited about it, he wasn't like, man, why we have these? He's like, no, I love the schedule, you know. And, and that let me know that he was confident in his ball club. And um, and, and it'll show. It'll show as the season goes. You'll see it. You'll see what we have out there. And, I was, and, and you talked about the, the financial component of it. Mm-hmm. We packed this place here, and we're coming to you live from Jack Spinks Marino Castle Stadium, our booth, in which we'll be here on Saturday. We packed this place every home game, the need for playing up may not be quite as great because you've already made the money to do that. But I think the one, the one thing we have to keep in mind is that when you don't do that, that's why you see these big money games that are being played. You know, UAB is playing um, Alabama A&M. They're only 90 miles apart. It's a pretty, they're going to get a pretty good payday. But I'm sure if all things being equal, if the revenue streams were there for all of our teams at home packing their own place, you wouldn't see as many of those games. No, sir. No, sir. Um, no, you get you got to hit a spot on, um, and we can do it. It's proven, <laughs> right? If we don't, we don't done it before. I still, and, and this is one of my biggest bragging points, is still in Memorial Stadium right now in in Jackson, the largest crowd was between Valley and Alcorn State. Period. That's this fact. It's not me just making up and just passion. This is fact. But what that tell you? We can do it, and we can still do it. Um, just coming out, just coming out and support, and um, and you're gonna get an experience like no other, all right. Um, and and when I say that, that pageantry, the the band, um, the just the 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 banner between you know opposing teams, it's all good and fun, but it's 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 good, right? It's all part of the experience, all the way to the tailgating and the different foods out there that they're cooking, and you know um, the different the different apparel that you will see when you come and so forth. All that's part of that fan experience um, is like no other. Um, so we can do it. We just got to get get back to doing it, right? Um, just get back to doing it and um, be a part of the entertainment that you enjoy, right? Like you go to the movies, like you go to other things. Come back to your ball games and enjoy it. Speaking of enjoying, you, you want to enjoy a packed house and bring it in the revenue from the fan standpoint. And Andre Young sends in a tweet, corporate sponsors, that's always important. How are we looking on that front? So corporate, that's, that's an ongoing and you never stop. Right. So you, from day one, matter of fact, before I touched down on campus, we already started to have conversations with different corporate partners. Um, with that, you got to keep in mind what your current ones in and the ones that you are attracting. Um, and it's a relationship. Corporate partners are about relationships. Um, and with that being said, it's, it's a partnership as well. 
And so what I mean, a partnership is not the old word sponsor. No, you're not sponsor. You're a partner. You bought into us for a reason. You see value in all corn, just like we see value in your company. Uh, I'm looking out there right now. Uh, we have four four partners that I'm reading. I'm seeing the city of Vicksburg, Coca-Cola, and Seaspire. They bought into all corn, right? And so what we have to do as fans and alumni buy into them as well, right? If they if they see investment in all corn, our fans should be purchasing them but Coke. Uh, we all should have a subscription to Seaspire, right? Uh, we should do things in Vicksburg, the city of Vicksburg, and so forth. But um, that's huge. That's that's one of my passions. Um, that's that's something that I want to bring to the table and will um, bring to the table. I want to see it look up. A fan asked earlier about the the jumbotron. I want to run out of space on that jumbotron, even though it's electronic. I want to run out of space where you're looking up every every second. You got another corporate partner that's coming up, right, in that rotation, and we can get there, and we're going to get there. Um, and I say it over and over again. People say, well, how do you sell all corn? All corn sells itself. Yeah. If you come out here, it's, it's all corn, right? You come, it's beautiful, and it sells. And if you get you get partners out here and they see it, they'll buy into it and just get them out here. That's, that's, and it's just like a recruit, and you see it all the time. Coach said, if I can get them to campus, I can get them. Well, you, you talked about Vicksburg and Natchez. Obviously, you know, in Vicksburg, you got Mayor Flags, who's always been a great partner of Alcorn State University in athletics, Mayor Gibson down in Natchez. Yes. And every time you look up, he's on social media smiling. I mean, every time you uh, look up, he's, he's smiling away. Um, talk a little bit about that in terms of you, know, you met you met with those folks, the mayors and, and just the political folks in the airport, Gibson, Fayette, Natchez, Vicksburg, Macomb, Hazelhurst, Brookhaven. I can go on and on and on. Alcorn is, is, is they're Alcorn. And what I mean by that, those, those, those cities – those towns, I guarantee you, you're going to have alumni. You're going to have somebody kin to alumni. You're going to have kids that love Alcorn. Alcorn plays a big part of those communities, right? And vice versa, those communities play a big part of Alcorn. And we we got to continue those partnerships. Um, and, and, and those cities and towns play a big part of it. Um, and, and they've been there. They've been that way since, since I want to say, since probably when I was in school and prior to that. Um, some of your, you think of some of your larger hotels going to be in your Natchez and Vicksburg, right? Um, if you're talking about a, a, a eatery, you're going to have to go to Fayette or Port Gibson and go get something to eat pretty quick. Um, that's from our student bodies and, and, and so forth. So um, those those areas, those towns play a part of it. And we just want to build more 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 partnerships with them and, and just more events there, right? Um, there, with any city, is always about an economic impact. And so how all can help their economic impact, um, whether we, we're doing more events there or we driving our fans to stay there. If they come into the game, stay in that, to stay in Vicksburg, stay, you know, um, and continue that. A couple of questions before we let you go. Fred McNair uh, sitting right next to us. The Fred McNair season premiere of the Fred McNair radio show coming up in a matter of moments. Fans, obviously a lot of folks are chiming in, texts and tweets. We appreciate all the, all the comments um, from a fan. We as fans honestly have to keep pushing all corn, and now we have to push our brand even more. What do we have to do? What part can they play in this whole process? And and this is huge. Keep pushing, but push positive energy, right? Positive messaging. Um, we're our biggest. We're our biggest broadcasting, right? Um, your fans. Everyone now is is like no other, right? Everyone has a social media account, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Facebook, whether it's um, Instagram, whatever it is. But we can brand our own school, right? When I say brand it, but brand it in the right way. A way that's positive, um, and you never know who sees your your tweet, um, your 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 Instagram, whatever it is. And you don't want the thing you don't want to do is to, to do the opposite, right? So, just like any news, right? Whatever you put out there is going to stick. 
So the, the more you push, the more you brand your institution, the better. And it helps everyone. Well, Mr. Nadeau, we really appreciate you coming on, man. We 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 got covered a lot of stuff. And let's see. Um, 48 hours from now, we'll be four minutes away. That Jumbotron will say four minutes and counting until kickoff. Um, I think 48 hours plus two, I think we'll be up 21 to nothing. I like that. that that's like how that. I've told Coach Thomas, Elliot Radden. Coach McNair's coming up. I think uh, you know. I think it'll be a good a good matchup. You talk about good matchups. This is one of the premier matchups in the FCS coming up on Saturday. Yes. This FCS fans nation. A lot of fans are saying, you know, SWAC can't win these type of games out of conference. Well, we beat Northwestern State here last year. Yes. Um, you you got other games that are winnable. I mean, Florida A and M did a heck of a job in staying with North Carolina despite what they had to deal with. And Alabama State, first-year coach and Eddie Robinson Jr., beating Howard. Uh, so a lot of excitement, a lot of energy for the SWAC, and it begins on Saturday in a good non-conference team. And if we can win that, it will send a big message throughout FCS and the SWAC. Absolutely. And, and I'm going to continue to push this, Charles. Come out. Come out and support, right? Um, put on your ponchos, your raincoat, and come out and support. Uh, we got a good ball club coached by a good coach. And um, and good and good support staff. So come out, come out and support. Um, like I said, these young men been out here working, 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 just working hard, and um, they need the support. And, and and we should show it. And by by with that with that with that fan experience and that crowd and that raw, um, it's, it's, we, we need it, y'all. We need it. We need them out here to push them through. As you mentioned, this is a good ball club that we plan against, um, and just to have that crowd behind us would be huge. We appreciate you coming on. Thank you, Jones. That's all Corn Athletics Director Renoy Dido joining us. Tell you how easy it is to file a claim with Geico. We hired a scary movie victim. Oh no, a tree fell on my car, and there's only one thing to do trip over my own feet and pull myself across the lawn while yelling help at a barely audible volume. <laughs> uh, sorry to interrupt, but you filed a claim with Geico, so you've got a designated claims team to help you. This Geico sounds suspiciously reassuring. Are you sure I don't end up getting surprised with an unexpected twist? Just that your Geico team will always be there to keep you updated. No! What is it? Oh, nothing. I just didn't see that coming. Geico, great service without all the drama.